Hello, Breakthrough listeners. It's time to embark on your journey towards mastering the infinite banking concept. Ascendant Financial is Canada's gold standard for guiding you every step of the way on your journey of becoming your own banker. Visit mybankersvault.com to purchase our show-stopping package and receive your free wealth accelerator. More money, more control, and fewer taxes await you. Discover the advantages of having ready access to money on demand precisely when you need it to seize high-caliber opportunities with confidence and to watch your wealth soar. Visit mybankersvault.com. Again, that's mybankersvault.com. Tired of the nine to five? Tired of only dreaming about the things you want to do? Want to have more time for your family? More time for you? More time for you? This is the Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast, where we interview qualified guests in the real estate industry all across Canada. We want you to live life on your terms, and we want to help you break through to that life through the power of real estate investing. This is the Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast. Now your hosts, Rob Brake and Sandy McKay. Good morning, Dylan Suter here. I'm often asked, what have you done over the last number of years to see the growth you have in every area of your life? My top mentor, Tony Robbins, has been the one that's helped me in every aspect of my business. Business, personal, relationship, health and wealth, life, everywhere. This August 1st, you have an opportunity to come and meet his top coach and trainer, as well as his brother-in-law, and learn the techniques that he teaches at his events for a low, low ticket price of $129 to start. Come buy your ticket now, Get here, they're going to sell quick. Hello, everybody. Welcome back again. We are very excited to be here for another episode. Uh, my name is Rob Brake, and here again with me, of course, is Sandy McKay. How's it going, Sandy? Hey, Rob. I am fantastic. Fantastic. How are you? Uh, Awesome. Couldn't be better. I, uh, I I played hooky from work and just got back from sailing with my son about 45 minutes ago, just in time to sit down and prepare for this. So I uh, can't complain. It, it's not Beautiful. a regular occurrence, though. And I do. I have to say my mind isn't isn't quite where it should be when I do do stuff like that, because I'm constantly going, oh, I probably shouldn't be doing this right now. I should be getting back. But at least um, every once in a while just taking a couple of minutes and my son wasn't at school today. They closed the school down. So every once in a while around here, they don't have power at schools. They just say, this is a really? planned power outage. Your kids aren't going to school today. So I thought I'd take advantage of that and, uh, <clears throat> and just go and hang out with him for a little while. So it's been good. And on the work spontaneous front, sometimes. Yeah, uh, exactly. Have some fun. On the work front, all is well as well. Um, I mentioned those, webinars that we've been uh, kicking up again and um, I'm going to be working with Keller Williams to do a few with the education committee over the summer too and nice. hopefully keep those rolling so uh, that's fun but everyone everyone who's not interested in that should go over to breakthroughreipodcast.ca you can um, listen to all the episodes that we've recorded in the past and reach out and contact some of the guests I know you're going to want to do that especially with Jason Lowe, who we have today. You're going to want to talk to him after you hear what he has to say. It's not the first time on the show, but bringing some fresh info back for us. Um, 
and all the rest of the guests, of course, that you've heard over the uh, many years that we've been doing the show, you'll be able to reach out and talk to them. Just go to the show notes for the shows that, you know, you got excited about, you want to hear more about, you want to learn more about, and reach out to some of the guests that we've talked to. And while you're at our website, you can also get our free gift. You can get our free gift, of course, the ultimate strategy for building wealth through real estates, which is uh, kind of timeless information on how you can implement our favorite strategy in investing in real estates and, uh, and go and do that for yourself and, um, and get yourself started. And of course, like Rob said, we've got amazing people and guests that have been had on the show to help you through all those different points of that strategy. Um, the thing I've said about today with our, our guests is that ties in really well. This, this, uh, this strategy that we're going to talk about today ties in really beautifully with, uh, with the ultimate strategy for real wealth through real estate. This is like the super ultimate strategy today. Uh, so it's going to be fun to, to learn about that for those of you who haven't heard of You might concept. call it, what's that? You might call it the infinite ultimate strategy. Hey, you might. Nice. I like that. Trademark, <laughs> copyright, used by permission only. <laughs> but, uh, but one more thing before we get into the interview, um, you should also go over to iTunes. Leave us a rating and review. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know where we can get better. Don't say the audio. We know. Okay? We're, <laughs> we're trying. See, what the problem is Sandy just moves around too darn much. It's like doing new offices here, new offices there, getting a studio set up here and there and moving around. Well, if you come to my studio, then we could just do it all together and it'd be beautiful. You know? Both you're, of you're, us you're would sound like you. Costa Rica. That wouldn't work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, go over to iTunes and let us know what you think. Let us know what topics you want us to cover and what guests maybe that you have suggesting for guests. Let us know Love who that. that is and, you know, leave us a review and five-star rating, hopefully. And we can get out there to more people who want this kind of information. And that is all. That's all I have to say about that after, you know, ribbing Sandy for the last two shows. <laughs> so. <clears throat> well, let's, uh, let's get into it because I know we've got lots to talk about with, uh, with Mr. Jason Lowe, who's been standing by and uh ready to go and uh it's exciting to have you back jason we we i think we kind of try to have you on every year or, or so yeah, and yeah. uh and because we know your your um your strategy you have and, and the, the value you can bring is really really awesome and you're one of our uh valued um sponsors as well and just an awesome guest to have on the show so welcome back oh thank you it's an honor to be back and i just know so many of our listeners who have um employed this strategy oh yeah right? yeah and i've talked to so many people that you know sing the praises oh, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh all uh the to my teammates uh today honestly. we're gonna learn more though yeah for sure absolutely i'll give a, a brief bio for those of you who don't know jason you probably should just go back and check out his other episode as well or maybe you want to go back and listen to more after this but jason Lowe is the founder of ascendant financial uh, a highly regarded speaker uh, coach and advisor to individuals and business owners and nationwide, maybe beyond nationwide, um, from what I hear uh, lately. And right. he's recognized as one of the one of Canada's top overall advisors, an author, and author, and uh, an author of several publications. Jason's uh, had has delivered hundreds of presentations to the general public. He's on countless stages and interviews, and recognized as one of the leading educators and implementers of becoming your own banker, the infinite banking concepts. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess we got to kick it off with, uh, you know, anything I missed there, but also what the heck is this banking concept that I'm talking about? Well, that's um, really, <laughs> it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, it, it certainly is. Um, I'll share with, you know, your listeners, first and foremost, those who have been tuning in to the show and our loyal listeners that we've been uh, blessed to, to work with and to serve. Thank you. Uh, thank you for being amazing. And if you're tuning into the show for the first time, and this is your first exposure to the process of becoming your own banker, the infinite banking concept, it's going to tie in beautifully to what at least the real estate investors that we talk to guys every single day, they tell us that they want more freedom of time. Uh, they want more simplicity in their lives. Uh, they want peace of mind, especially as it relates to growing a, a portfolio of cash flowing real estate. The last thing you want to be worried about is dealing with lengthy, nosy credit applications, uh, going through you know, a lending process where you have to meet um, a laundry list of qualification criteria. And the larger your portfolio gets, the more prohibitive it becomes to, to get new financing. And then you've got to go out and raise capital in different ways and so forth. Whereas by implementing this process of becoming your own banker, you get to control how you get to control the how, how you go about financing all the things that you need, whether it's to amplify your real estate portfolio, to take care of your personal or business overhead. But I've been teaching this concept to Canadians and now to Americans, we just expanded into the US in January of this year because 26% of our podcast listening audience is American. And they were reaching out to us going, look, we know that you're really Canadian, you, you're owned and operated and in Canada, but can you refer us to somebody in the United States that can help us implement this, this concept? And I said to my team after repeated inquiries, like, how many more inquiries do we need to receive before we realize that we need to be serving these people as well? Because this is a process. It doesn't recognize any borders. It's a process that you take control of this banking function. And we'll dive into some really awesome stuff as we chat more about it. But really the essence of becoming your own banker is to control how you finance all the things that you need in your life and to have all that money flowing back to the family versus flowing away from the family which for all of your listeners who are newly exposed to this, or maybe you've been listening to it and you just haven't taken action, that's what's happening in your life presently. You're doing all the work and everyone else is getting all your money. How does that make you feel? <laughs> I don't love it. I don't love it. <laughs> I, 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 love the, uh, I love the alternative. I know that we'll get into, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, that is one of the, that is one of the, uh, one of the things that I talk a lot about in a lot of, in a lot of ways is if you think about the way the banks kind of operate, you know, they're kind of, uh, they're kind of doing pretty well for themselves in terms of making some money. And uh, there's probably some lessons there of how to utilize money. And maybe we should think about being a little more like them. And this is kind of what, what that all entails, right? It's, and that's, that's the name, become your own banker. So um, pretty amazing concept. I know we're going to dive more into it. Um, why don't you share a little bit? Can you share a little bit with us about how you even came across this? Like how this how this started to be part of your oh, yeah. life and in your world and, and why you thought it was it was something that was you know valuable to bring and share and, and grow to the extent that you have because you've really grown a, an awesome company around this whole model. Yeah. Um, how did you come across this in the first place? How did, how did that happen? Oh, wow. This uh, for me uh, began in prior to July of 2008. And at, at that time in my life, I had uh, just recently, um, my first marriage had ended and um, that 
caused some pretty bad financial circumstance. Uh, you know, marriages that end on the best of terms still have, you know, finances that need to be sorted out. And that was a really rough time, you know, for me. And I was invited to attend a conference to learn what I later discovered to be the process of becoming your own banker. And this conference was in the United States. It wasn't in Canada. And there were north of 340 plus people in attendance. And I was one of two Canadians in the room. And so as this concept was being shared, I started to ask a lot of questions like, what do I know about what I'm hearing to be true? And how do I trust but verify what I'm hearing to be true? And so I came back to Canada and I began to literally interview every life insurance company in the country that would take that meeting with me. And I was asking them all of these direct questions about the process and the utilization of their dividend paying participating whole life insurance contracts and whether or not what I had been taught was in fact true. And I was checking literally all the boxes. The, the carriers were telling me, yes, what you're hearing is a hundred percent accurate. And nobody told me when I grew up guys, I don't know what your upbringing was like, but when I grew up, my parents uh, had to endure that period of the early 1980s when inflation skyrocketed and interest rates peaked at 21.5% if you were a prime customer of the bank. And I've never met anybody who's prime. You're paying a little above prime. So imagine all you ambitious real estate investors out there being caught in a position where you owed the banks a half a million dollars in the early 1980s and your interest rates were much higher than 21.5%, you'll find yourself in a position where um, you're experiencing a lot of anguish and a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. And that's what my mentor had to endure, the developer of the concept, the late R. Nelson Nash, who pioneered the process of becoming your own banker. He found himself in that situation. Most people were telling him, Nelson, just sell your real estate. And he thought, what fool is going to buy these properties from me when they have to finance them at such ridiculously high rates of interest? He didn't realize that he had the solution to the problem right in front of him because nobody told him. He had already amassed a system of dividend-paying, participating whole life insurance contracts that had piled up a significant amount of cash value. And that cash value grows daily, uninterrupted, and you pay no tax on the buildup. And you get to borrow against that accumulation without withdrawing any of it from the policies. So he began to do that. It took him 13 years to get rid of those snakes and dragons as he referred them to. And he said, you know what? What a peaceful, stress-free way of life it is when you get the bankers out of your life. And since that time, all the way to his passing in March of 2019, he never saw a commercial bank for anything other than the convenience of debit. And he was very active in real estate. And so what does that tell you? Success leaves clues. Ask yourself this question as a listener. Would I be less stressed or more stressed if I controlled how I finance all the things I need in my lifetime? If I build up this pool of ready access capital 
and I get to access it on demand on my terms, meaning the policy loans from the insurance company are unstructured. You control the repayment schedule. And so ask yourself that question. Would I be more or less stressed being in a position of total and absolute control? And I think that your story is just as relevant for today as, yeah. you know, your, the oh, early yeah. 80s. I mean, yeah. it's not 21%, but there was just another, there was just another interest rate hike today. Yeah. So gonna, like Rob, there's going to be a lot of investors caught with their pants down. Especially the ones that bought like right at the peak, sort of just before everything started to drop down again. Yeah. And um, I mean, I sold, I sold several properties and I, and you know, being very happy with how I did on it, I can't help but sort of think about the person that bought it from me and what they paid and what for what they got and also what they must be going through now. Yeah. You know, it's, not knowing um, their circumstance. Maybe, maybe thinking about it as if I was the one that purchased it, you know, because well, I don't it, necessarily know their circumstance, right? Right, but, exactly. <clears throat> and if I can expand on what you just shared. If, if you go back to when this journey first began for me in, in July of 2008, what was going through my mind at that time when I understood the problem, the problem was I was doing all the work and everyone else was getting all my money, meaning you're earning income, T4 income, interest income, uh, rental income, dividends, wh whatever your source of income is. All of that money is flowing through the books of someone else's bank. I say that again, someone else's bank. And people go about their lives financially trying to um, create financial freedom without ever realizing that maybe it's not money that they're actually after. Maybe it's more freedom of time, simplicity, peace of mind. Peace of mind meaning you don't have to worry financially. And the older you get, believe me, I'm, I'm a testament to this. I'm 40, I'm turning 49 in September. And the older you get, the more simplicity you want in your life. And I'll tell you, this process not only creates peace of mind and simplicity, but it gives me certainty. Because the tool that we use to implement the process, this dividend paying participating whole life insurance contract ideally a system of contracts if you're doing family banking where you involve the family. This contract has an abundance of guarantees and financing characteristics. So to the real estate investor, it's a match made in heaven. You find the property, you find the joint venture partners, you find the opportunity, and you have an aquarium of capital that you've gradually and incrementally built over time that you can borrow against, not from. You're borrowing against it without interrupting it. It just keeps growing every single day, uninterrupted. It can't go backward. You pay no tax on the buildup. You can put almost unlimited sums of money into your system. And then when you die, and that day will come, all of your listeners, of the three of us, we're going to die someday. And when that day comes, a tax-free windfall called death benefit shows up exactly when it's needed the most. And that's my definition of the best investment, guys. One that pays the most money when it's needed the most. Isn't that good? And so when you fast forward from then to today, from 2008 to today, 
back then I was thinking we're in a financial crisis. There are so many companies for sale. There are so many opportunities, but there's no capital. And I know that this kind of crisis is going to happen again. I was smart enough to understand that it was going to happen again. And so I said, I'm going to build up a warehouse of wealth so that when this happens again, I can take advantage of those opportunities because when you have ready access capital, opportunities of high caliber will track you down. That's for sure. Isn't that good? Um, okay. That was well said. So I, what I'd like to do is I'd like to break this down for sure. people who know absolutely nothing. Yeah. And I know that there's, there's going to be sort of like a, like a, like a minimum level, but let's just play at like a, a median level sure. and, and see how it looks for somebody that comes in and they want to get started and invest in. in Absolutely. This. Yeah. So he, here, here are the simple steps. So the first step is you, you've got to recognize the problem as I described it, right? You're doing all the work. Everyone else is getting all your money. That's a problem because unless you recognize the problem, the solution just won't matter to you. Does that make sense guys? Definitely. And so step two is to educate yourself on the solution. And so what we've done and what we did previously in the first episode, we're just going to amplify this a little bit for you. Hey, Penny, you're just picking up some background. Here for you. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to amplify this for your audience. What we created was uh, two things. We've got a banker's vault, which is our, our best reading material on the process, access to our masterclass, access to our private Facebook community, and now free trial access to our client portal that gives you an abundance of resources on the concept. But in addition to that, we're going to give your listeners what we've named the Wealth Accelerator Package, which gives video of our entire day family banking summit that we just hosted in Toronto. We had more than 300 people in attendance. It was phenomenal. You're going to get access to a ton of live recorded content and so much more. And all you need to do is go to that same website, mybankersvault.com. Again, that's mybankersvault.com. And when you get there, you just input your coordinates, let us know who you are, and then you'll be able to purchase the vault. And with that vault, you get all the other resources that I've described to you. And I believe we're retailing it for like 69 bucks. It's, it's more than 400 bucks of value just in the vault. And so for your listeners exclusively, this offer is not made anywhere else your listeners are going to get that exclusively along with the wealth accelerator package that is worth several thousand dollars. And that's the value that we place on your community. Well, thank you very much. Um, and did you say that there's a code that they need to put in? No. So when they get there, because my banker's vault is only available to break, uh, the breakthrough real estate podcast listeners. We don't promote, we don't promote that URL outside of uh, breakthrough real estate. Awesome. That's great. And then, so the next step, <laughs> so the next step is that, so you have to educate yourself. That's step two. And then step three is that you just have to get connected with the right person on my team, which we'll make sure that we do. <clears throat> There's no cost associated with that, Rob. And what we do is we walk through how you're put together financially right now. We identify exactly where we can add value with the process. And then we coach you and mentor you through getting started. And then the fourth step is to bring that knowledge and that awareness to the family. We, we've, we've since grown the message into the family banking system. 
because real estate investors were coming to us going, hold on. I didn't realize that I could insure my joint venture partners. Nobody told me that. I didn't realize that I can involve my spouse and my children and my siblings and my grandkids. I said, yeah, think about it. They all drive cars that aren't paid for. They live in homes that are mortgaged. They invest in properties that are encumbered. How much of that money do you want flowing away from the family? Let's get it flowing back. So recognize the problem. Once you understand the problem, the solution to the problem becomes clear, which is the process of becoming your own banker. To do that, you have to purchase dividend-paying, participating whole life insurance contracts, either individually, one on your own person, or a system on people that you have a beneficial interest in. The moment that you start paying premium into those policies, you begin to accumulate cash value. That cash value is contractually guaranteed to grow on a daily basis, and it cannot go backward. In addition to that, you get to participate in the profits generated from the insurance company because you become a co-owner of the insurance company, and you participate in that co-ownership through the form of annual dividends. And when those dividends are used properly, which we coach you how to do, you trigger no taxable event on those dividends and they get declared once a year. And once declared, they're contractually guaranteed to be paid. They cannot be repossessed and they cannot lose value. And there's a death benefit thrown in for good measure. And the death benefit rises with every premium that you pay and every dividend that you chunk back into the policy. And you don't have to worry about paying any tax on any of that buildup. So the only loser in that scenario is Revenue Canada. <laughs> and you get to amplify or radically improve anything that you're doing financially because whenever an opportunity tracks you down, you request a policy loan from the life insurance company. That policy loan is unstructured, meaning you control the repayment schedule. You get to go and acquire that thing, whatever that is, piece of real estate, uh, a car, a corporate business expense, whatever that is. Your total cash value is still growing every single day inside of your policy or your system of policies, and it's uninterrupted. So how does that how does that contribute to your desire for simplicity, control, peace of mind, and freedom? Freedom of time. Jason. Isn't that good? Ever, it's amazing. But do you ever worry that maybe you're talking too loud and Trudeau might hear what you're saying? <laughs> Trudeau, if you're listening uh, to this particular episode, pay very particular attention to what I'm about to say. This solves... He listens to all of our shows. So. This solves a social problem as well. Think about it. Why does the government give us so many tax incentives to donate money to charity? Tell us. They, they don't have any. <laughs> and so when you think of a family, God forbid the unthinkable happens. How many times, guys, have you seen on Facebook a GoFundMe that has been set up by a family or a close friend of a family mm -hmm. for someone who suddenly and unexpectedly passed away and they're out there on Facebook wanting to raise money for their surviving family? That's extremely common, weekly at least. So this tool is not only designed to achieve all of the financing characteristics and all the abundance that I've described to you, it also solves a social problem because now families 
who have these insurance contracts in place, when death comes, the surviving family doesn't have to rely upon social programs for support and for help. And so it relieves the burden on the taxpayer as well. And so the, the Minister of Finance, um, you know, their office is very clear that the death benefit of the policy has to have merit. We have a fiduciary duty of care to make sure that happens with every one of our clients, which we honor that duty of care. We take that responsibility very seriously. And they understand that it solves a social problem. And if the government wanted to change the rules, then what I would suggest to everybody is that you should definitely take action while you know that this contract, these dividend-paying participating whole life insurance contracts, they remain the greatest exemption that exists in our tax code today. There's no greater exemption in the Canadian or American tax code that exists today. So why not maximize the utilization of that exemption? That isn't that smart wealth building. <laughs> and yeah. I, I hear this all the time, yeah. Rob. So Rob, you're going to get a chuckle out of this. So yeah, I hear yeah. this sometimes where people say, well, gosh, you know, um, one day, if you build up all this wealth, you're not going to need life insurance. You're going to, you're going to be self-insured. I said, okay, well, why don't you create a time to meet with all of my high net worth affluent clients who have no desire to do anything but achieve contractually guaranteed daily accumulation of money that they can use to take advantage of opportunities of high caliber and they don't need a banker to do it. Go and tell them, go and tell them that you believe they don't need it. They're the largest purchasers of these contracts out of any demographic. So what does that tell you? If, if we're coaching people all the time, success leave, leaves clues. If you want to achieve success, go and do what successful people do. I've never met a high net worth affluent person who has ever sat down with me and said, hey, do you mind if we have a conversation about uh, this mutual fund that a guy recommended to me mm -hmm. or this, uh, this great stock? No, they're putting their capital into real estate. And guess where they're getting the capital they're getting it from the life insurance company. Those who are doing this at scale. What I'm out there teaching Canadians is that you don't have to be rich to start this process. If you're making 10 bucks an hour or $10,000 an hour, you need to do this. Isn't that good? It's too good almost. It's too good almost, I think. is is something you must hear also from some people. Oh, yeah. You not get it's too good to be true sort of, oh, a, yeah. sort of a comment. I'm sure that's... But you know what? Hey, thank goodness we, I'm going into my 16th year. Look no further than check right. in with Uncle. Go look, check in with Uncle Google. We've got hundreds, and I'm not exaggerating, hundreds of actual commented Google reviews of people describing their experience working with us, their experience in their journey. If you go to our podcast, Wealth Without Bay Street, we've got a client series. We interview real people on their journey with this concept. And you know what's interesting, guys? I shared this in our first episode that we ever did together. And you guys got a good chuckle out of this. And it still remains true to this day. I haven't had a single client call me or any team member of mine to say, gosh, guys, you know, I'm, I'm really pissed off that my cash values keep rising every day. It's really frustrating me. And having ready access to capital to participate in these high caliber opportunities is uh, really stressing me out. <laughs> like nobody's calling me to say that. And so, look, these contracts are nothing new. 
They've been in existence in Canada since 1847, longer than the three of us have been alive combined. What Nelson did such a brilliant job at in the book titled Becoming Your Own Banker, which is included in the Banker's Vault package that we put together for your listeners. This book is a 92-page read. It'll take you less than an afternoon to get through it. And if it even has a fraction of the impact on your life that it's had on mine, you are going to achieve a very peaceful, stress-free way of life financially. But it's not going to be instantaneous. This is meant to be achieved gradually and incrementally over a period of time. Much like real estate, you're buying it for a deferred benefit. The good thing about becoming your own banker is you're not deferring the benefit. <laughs> you're just piling it up gradually and incrementally. Isn't that good? Yeah. <clears throat> So, yes, it's incredible. <laughs> uh, it's, Sorry, it's, I'm sucking all the oxygen out of the Zoom room here. It's the only thing. It's the only thing that's, uh, that's, uh, that's even remotely equal or better or the same or whatever is real estate. In my opinion. It's, the only, oh, yeah. it's the only strategy out there in wealth building in very general oh, wealth yeah. building you yeah. know, circles that makes because it gives you so much control, which I love. Yeah. You have control over it, which is part of that peace of mind and freedom and security that you feel. That's that's yeah. that's that's that feeling of control, right? You you, it's more than a, it's in a way a not. I, I don't know how to think of that. It's not necessarily a tangible asset, although it it, it like I always tell sure real estate, it, it is. Yeah, I, I always talk about real estate being a, <laughs> a tangible. You know, you can go see it, smell it, feel it. It's a legally um, binding tangible asset. Sure. Yeah. It, it's okay. a unilateral binding contract. The insurance company itself is legally bound to fulfill the guarantees that I've described to you. And so if you if we tap into the listener's logic for a second, let's just tap into mm -hmm. logic, okay? If we know that we, um, we understand the truth that our money must reside somewhere, that's a fundamental truth. Our money must reside somewhere. If we can store almost unlimited sums of money in a system of policies, these unilateral binding contracts, and we get the contractually guaranteed daily buildup of cash value. We get ready access to capital on demand on our terms. We pay no tax on the buildup. We pay no tax on the death benefit proceeds. We co-own the lender <laughs> because we are a co-owner of the life insurance company itself. We receive annual dividends that do not trigger a taxable event. The logical question becomes, how much of your money do you not want residing there? We talk about OPM all the time in real estate, do we not? When That's you request it, yeah. a policy loan from the life insurance company, you're using the life insurance company's money, not yours. That is the best, sharpest example of OPM. Anthony Mark, one of, one of our clients, just posted on Facebook yesterday. He's like, guys, real estate and the infinite banking concept are a perfect marriage. I, he showed a picture of him renovating a property and he utilized a policy loan to achieve those renovations. His carrying cost is the simple interest accruing on the policy loan, and it's tax deductible. <laughs> and so he's got 100% of that cash value growing. He rehabs the property. He gets to resell it for above replacement value. And he had his own aquarium of capital growing the entire time, but he used the life insurance company's money to achieve that objective. It's it's brilliant, Jason. What come what, what go, Rob? I, I was gonna. Well, what I was gonna say is, <clears throat> you know, you you keep um, the reason why you're getting the uh, the reaction from me that you're getting 
is simply because I've heard so many people talk about this, Jason, and I haven't personally taken advantage of it. Oh so every my time, God, every, Rob. So I'm sitting here listening to it, and and it, and it really does sound great. Um, but every time you go, doesn't that sound great? I'm like, yeah, that does sound great. Why am I not doing it? Right? Like yeah. that's what keeps going through my head. So every time you say that, I'm just, I'm sort of like putting my head down, going to. Well, do, Rob, know. do they have? Are you able to to get a psychiatric evaluation down there in Costa Rica? <laughs> well, no, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. And thank you for being a good sport. I'm just kidding around. But let, let me ask you this question. You see the swimming pool behind you? I do see that, yeah. If somebody was to talk to you about swimming all day long and you thought, wow, this is sounds really great. I, I, I love the whole idea, the whole concept of swimming. How do you actually learn how to do it? Well, I, I suppose I'd have to open the door there and walk out and get in. You got to get in the pool. And so, you know, for, for, for yourself, first of all, thank you for, for sharing that with the listeners um, that, you know, you're listening to it, it. It's resonating with you, but you haven't yet taken Well, I've action. had so many people. I personally really know a lot of people who have taken advantage of this. Yeah. I'm just not one of them. Yeah. We've been uh, be blessed beyond measure to meet so many great people from your listening community. And they, they took action right away. They said, look, this makes really perfect sense. And I may not know how I'm going to float in the pool or whether or not I'm going to need someone to help hold me up while I practice mm -hmm. flapping my legs. But that's why you need a good coach and a good mentor, because we're going to get in the water with you and say, Hey Rob, you know what? Let's start in the shallow end of the pool and we'll gradually work our way into the deep end incrementally over a period of time as you as you become more capable but the, after the, the psychiatric evaluation right after the evaluation yes and the the fact is everyone listening including you rob who have not yet implemented this process in their lives you're going to need the use of money for the rest of your lifetime and some someone must perform the banking function in your life there are no exceptions to that with this process, what listeners need to know and what you need to know too is that if you think about it um, in a ridiculously simple way, there's four characters in a financial play. Okay, so here's, here's the financial play. The first character is the, the depositor. That's you. you. You fulfill the role of that character today, and so do all your listeners. The second character is a, is a borrower. You also fulfill that role, and so do all your listeners. The third character is the banker. That's a role that you don't fulfill. You have another who that helps you get that how done, but you need to become the who. You've got to become the banker as it relates to your needs. And then the fourth character and final character is the bank owner. That's also not you and not your listeners. But when you have a policy in place, you become a co-owner of the life insurance company. So now you're the depositor because you're making premium payments. You're the borrower because you're requesting and repaying policy loans. You're the banker because you set the repayment schedule of your own loans. And you have total and absolute control over access to your supply source of capital. So you call the shots. And you're the bank owner because every year a dividend gets declared. It's contractually guaranteed to be paid. And if you think of any other corporation that's publicly traded, which in this case, we're not dealing with a publicly traded life insurance company, but just think of publicly traded stock companies. When they declare dividends, they don't give them 
to the customers who bought the product from them. <laughs> they give them to the stockholder. And so you want to become all four characters in the financial play. And when you do that, recognize that anything that you're already doing financially or anything that you're even contemplating doing financially is radically improved. And you achieve this peaceful, stress-free way of life. I don't rely on a commercial bank for anything other than the convenience of debit. And opportunities track me down all the time. I get literally get bombarded. Private placements, um, alternative investments, real estate, multifamily projects, single-family homes, bridge financing, short-term lending, private lending, the list goes on and on. And guess whose money I use to participate in those opportunities? The life insurance company's money. My swimming pool is full of money, not water. And it keeps filling up more every day. That's the beauty of it. <clears throat> Speechless. I, I'm going to let that sink in, Rob. <laughs> what, 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 what comes first? I think maybe maybe that's something yeah. that, that, that some investors out there, real estate people are thinking. You know what? what Maybe they they're starting to dabble in real estate, or they're or they're just about to, or they're just uh, you know. I understand the question. Yeah, what yeah. are they? What are they? What are they better off going down? Which road first? I mean, this can be started at any point, pretty much with, like you said, ten bucks, ten thousand dollars, ten million dollars. Like you can start it at any point, right? You see this gentleman here? Mm -hmm. Yep. So that gentleman is my late mentor, uh, R. Nelson Nash. I was blessed beyond the definition of good fortune to be mentored by for so many years, and. He's right here next to me and, you know, in, uh, in this photograph, every session that I do, and I just kind of glance over at him for inspiration several times a day. And the one thing that he used to say to me and to so many others so often is that when you think about um, investment-based activity, real estate, equities, whatever it may be, understand that you cannot achieve a better rate of return investing in anything if you ignore the banking function as it relates to what you're investing in. And so he always recommended that you become the banker as it relates to your needs. And while you're doing that, you may still need the use of someone else's bank, right? Because you're not going to have enough capital in your system. If you start today, you're not going to have enough capital tomorrow afternoon to go and expand your real estate portfolio. You may still need the use of someone else's bank for a period of time. It took me 13 years, 13, to get to the point where I no longer needed a commercial bank for anything other than the convenience of debit. That is a peaceful, stress-free way of life financially. If I'm participating in a big project that requires a very large amount of capital, then of course I'm going to utilize uh, someone else's bank to help fund it, but I don't rely upon them. I'm and not- 13 years, is not is, is a relatively short period of time. Yeah, true. Uh, fair enough. But you know, to contrast that too, Rob, like we we're, we're living in an increasingly um, I want it now instant gratification, um, instant coffee, instant food. Uh, you order a package from Amazon and a drone drops it on your roof 25 minutes later, like people want mm -hmm. instant everything. But you know what? Most people underestimate severely underestimate what they can achieve in 13 years and they grossly overestimate what they can get done in one year. <laughs> There's no such thing as an unrealistic goal, only an unrealistic time frame. And I tell people all the time, never set realistic goals ever. 
ever, ever, don't ever set realistic goals. There's less competition for unrealistic goals. <laughs> True enough. Isn't that good? <clears throat> and and yeah. to, to everybody out there, and I'm not, nobody in your audience has ever said this to me, but to anybody out there on the internet land, and, and you know who you are, if you tune into this episode, those of you who told me this, this couldn't be done, I can't hear you anymore. It's silence. It's crickets. Whereas in the beginning of my journey, people were telling me what I jokingly said to you, Rob. Right. You must, you must be a nutcase. Like you must need a psychiatric evaluation. You're talking to people about doing what? And people thought I was nuts. <clears throat> Look at us I think now. That, that comes with almost every entrepreneurial venture. Yeah. Un unfortunately, there's a whole lot of people that just want to, um, I guess, mold into the system yeah and that's what people have been indoctrinated to do go out and earn income create passive streams of income and the money must reside somewhere remember the fundamental truth so go ahead and warehouse that money on the books of someone else's bank and the three of us know or at least we all three of us should know those commercial banks can't let that money sit still that's a liability those demand deposit accounts, your savings account, your checking account, your commercial business bank account, et cetera, those are all liabilities to the bank. They're not assets. And so for you corporate owners or you own real estate inside of a corporation, these life insurance contracts are exempt from the passive investment income tax rules. Exempt. And so if you're a corporate owner and you've got retained earnings, my question to you is, who is actually retaining those earnings? It isn't your company and it isn't you. It's the bank that you've warehoused the money in. That's who's retaining your money. For heaven's sakes, let's change that. Let's build your warehouse of wealth and, and we can actually call it yours, <laughs> not someone else's. That's a good way to put it. I, I'm not sure if I've heard it said, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if I've heard it stated that way, but you're right. Those retained earnings, 100%. That, that makes so much you're sense. You're not retaining them. Yeah, you're really not. Like you're I was right. talking to Sandy. I was talking to a guy you might know in your uh, organization, uh, Brett Tanner. Okay. Yeah, I know. Him. Yeah, you know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So him and I were chatting. Uh, he was introduced to me. Now I know you're in the U.S. doing stuff because yeah, he's down and, in uh, where is he? Is he in Texas or he's in Arizona? Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so we got together and had this amazing conversation. And he's like, I can't even describe to you how impactful the utilization of this tool is it, like he's, he understands it. Like he grasps it. Real estate investors grasp this very quickly because the desire is there. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. I can see that. They're like, how can I utilize this? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Hey, we're here to help you. And uh, we've got a, we've got a bit of experience and just a bit of a track record. <laughs> and so we recognize that not everybody's going to work with us, but you got to be careful who you work with because you want to make sure that whomever you're working with a is actually practicing this process in their lives and can demonstrate that to you. And B they're, they're playing big. Like my premiums that go into my system of policies will be just shy of $640,000 this year. Inside of our family banking system, we have 72 participating dividend-paying whole life insurance contracts. There are 22 individual lives insured, some of which many times over. 
God forbid if the unthinkable happened to me, I shared with my wife, Rebecca, I need you to pretend to be upset at the funeral for at least 15 minutes because whomever you end up with is going to get one hell of a signing bonus. We're talking about north of $32, $33 million of death benefit, all tax-free. I can pick up the phone and call the life insurance company and gain access to more than $3.5 million before 4 o'clock today. Can I take advantage of high-caliber opportunities that track me down? And death comes in our family. We've already had death claims. My, my father-in-law passed away after a five-week battle with cancer, a retired police officer. He was diagnosed on day one. Five weeks later, he was gone. We had two policies on his life. Imagine the replenishment of the money pool in the family. The death benefit proceeds from those two life insurance contracts replenished the family's money pool. Nona, his widow, she'll never have another bad financial day for the rest of her lifetime. We put policies in place on all nine of the grandkids and fully funded them to honor his legacy. He didn't pay one penny of premium. I paid the premium, which meant I controlled the policies. I controlled access to the cash value. I controlled who the beneficiaries are. He didn't have to come out of pocket one dime, but I have a beneficial interest in him. Didn't expect him to pass away prematurely. Nobody did. But the fact is, this stuff is happening all the time. Raise your hand, guys, if you know someone who has been impacted by cancer. Find me one person in the country that wouldn't lift their hand. And so if you know someone in your family or you know people in your life who would die for you, and you know people in your life that you would die for, you've got to do this. You've got to do this for your family. This is not just for you individually as a real estate investor. This is all about creating the family banking system. Keep the money in the family. That's where it belongs. It doesn't belong on the books of someone else's bank. Isn't that good? Jason, you were mentioning uh, a little while ago, there's a, a podcast that you do where people can go and learn more yeah. about this for free. Whenever absolutely. they want. Oh, yeah, what? absolutely. Yeah, so we're on um, uh, Wealth Without Bay Street is the name of our podcast, but we, we're also on the YouTubes. So if you YouTube. go to Banker's Vault, okay. Banker's Vault, that's the name of our YouTube channel. We have more than 700 videos posted on that channel. We post content to that channel every day. So on the YouTubes, go to Banker's Vault. On the podcasting platforms, Wealth Without Bay Street. You can find me and connect with me personally on the Facebooks, the Instagrammies, the, the tweeters, the, all these platforms. I'd love to hear from you. The Googles. But yeah, the Googles, check out the Googles. What you need to do though, is you need to go to mybankersvault.com. Again, that's mybankersvault.com. And when you get there, just input your coordinates, let us know who you are and then purchase the vault. And along with the vault, you're going to get that whole wealth accelerator package that we're throwing in exclusively for your audience. And that's a package that we charge a lot of money for. And we're giving that to your audience because one of my um, mentors, Joe Polish, who founded uh, the Genius Network, he said, life gives to the giver and takes from the taker and make sure that your give is always bigger than your ask. And so that's, I'm just acting in integrity and honoring what he uh, inspired me to do. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Yeah, that, that, 
as as anybody listening to this, that's what they should always try to do. Especially, I, I learned, you know, on a on just like on a base level from Quentin D'Souza. You know, when there there are a lot of people who want to learn what you know, yeah. right? So you know, instead of say reaching out to Jason right away, he just gave you a hundred ways to learn more and decide whether you want to do this without, you know, calling him and saying, Hey, I'd like to have a coffee with you, you know, come down, yeah. come down to the other side of town or whatever it is and, and meet up with me. So, um, you know, that's really important. I think from whatever angle you're coming from is to try and provide more value than you're asking the person. Absolutely. And one frequently <laughs> asked question that comes up in our circles is, uh, do we do, um, you know, talks or um, can we come in and, and coach a group of people or things like that? The answer is absolutely yes. If, if you are, um, if you're that thoughtful of people in your life and you want to put a group of people together and you want us to present to that group, we'd be, first of all, honored to do that and grateful. But uh, yes, the answer is yes. We do that so often um, where people reach out and say, look, like I, I've got a an investor meetup. I've got, uh, I've got this group or that group, whatever it is, we're, we're always happy to bring value and we don't ask people for anything. We just ask them to take advantage of the resources that we're providing that that's all that we ask them to do. Yeah. And you, you guys have de definitely been very generous in that over the years. Um, and, uh, that might be a great action for people too. If they, they want to go learn about this more, go learn about it, go take some action, do something around this because it's a incredible, wealth building, you know, freedom building tool. And, uh, and you can share it with so many people, which is one of the best parts easily share with so many people because it's, it's accessible to almost anyone. And I think one of the things that I I'm hearing in this, that our listeners really need to make sure they're hearing. I want to make sure they're hearing it is you need to act a, sometimes a little against the grain or something a little differently than the average person, because look, just look around, right? The average people in Canada, North America and the world, like, it's not serving yourself or your family or anyone to be average. And you don't want to following the herd in most things, uh, unfortunately in life now is not exactly going to get you to living a, a life of, of freedom and, and something you're really proud of. And yes, this is not like the mainstream thing that everyone talks about doing. And that's exactly why it's going to get you somewhere a little different, a little more exciting, a little more thrilling in life. And um, that's one of the things I've learned certainly through, you know, so many different entrepreneurial sort of journeys over the past 10, 12 years is you have to act a little differently than, than the, than the normal. Uh, well, that's herd. what we've kind of said as a joke before is like a lot of people go, okay, first of all, anyone who's just doing nine to five, they've got all kinds of stresses in their life. You know, yeah. they're not going to deny that either. But as soon as you mention something like investing in real estate, they go, Oh, you know, that's too stressful. There's tenants and toilets involved in that. I can't, I can't deal with that. But I just think that, you know, <clears throat> no matter what you're doing, there's going to be some kind of challenge. There's going to be a lot of stress. Everyone's life has stress. So if you if you decide, oh, I, I can't do this entrepreneurial journey or that entrepreneurial journey because it's going to add too much stress to your life, you're not looking at it the right way. You're looking, you're, you know, potentially look at what benefit it can bring you through a little bit of stress that you're probably otherwise going to be experiencing anyway, in some kind of way, shape or form. Really so, good point. Just to sort of um, reshape how people are uh, look at these kind of things, you know? 
Yeah, absolutely. And um, guys, like you both know from firsthand experience, running a business with capital is difficult enough, <laughs> let alone trying to run it without it, <laughs> you know? And I spent um, so many years of my entrepreneurial journey um, just literally dawn till dusk, six days a week and, and working at it and growing it and aligning myself with so many great team members. And I neglected my health in the process. Like I'm 30 pounds lighter than the last time we saw each other. I, you know what? You're looking fit. I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I sense that too. And, and I, I prioritized it because again, it's all who you surround yourself with. Right. And, and I was at this amazing uh, Genius Network annual event and Joe Polish said, look, show me a person in who looks after themselves, who's in really good health, and I'll show you a person with a thousand dreams. Show me a person who has very poor health and I'll show you a person with one dream. And that was like a two by four moment right in the face. And I was like, you know what? I'm not deprioritizing this anymore. And I started in December of last year, second week of December, I said, I'm going to make a change. And remember, it's not about instant gratification. It's about gradual and incremental progress. And so I walk eight to 10,000 steps most days. I drink three liters of water a day, like clockwork, every day, no exceptions. I come in at a caloric deficit. I get all the protein in that I need each day. And I strength train three times a week. That's all that I do. And I'm losing one to 1.3 pounds of fat while maintaining muscle and strengthening my body. And I'm doing that week in and week out like clockwork. And so my objective was 23 in 2023. I wanted to lose 23 pounds in 2023. <laughs> and I've already surpassed that goal. So I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> and uh, so to everyone out there who needs to hear that, You've got to take care of your health too. It's about health, wealth, and giving. And if you focus in on those three areas, my goodness, not only are you going to achieve longevity, you'll be around for people who love you and care for you, but you're also going to just be more energized in your community and in your business and for your customers. And so get healthy. On that note, I think we've uh, shared a ton of info as usual, Jason, and uh, want to thank you for coming on again today. My pleasure. Really, yeah, really, really appreciate you taking the time to come. And, um, and I hope that everyone that's listening to this will go take advantage of um, the multitude of different resources that Jason has mentioned. Um, the MyBankersVault.com, for one. You got a really easy and action at them. On it's the easiest thing they could ever do probably is go jump on that link right now, pull over if you're driving and just go pick that up. That'll get you at least started, right? At it's very such least, a bargain. And we'll courier it right to your door. We don't mail things. We courier it right to your front door. <clears throat> MyBankersVault.com. Again, that's MyBankersVault.com. And if you are driving, you can listen to Wealth Without Bay Street and you won't get you distracted go. by, yeah. by uh, visuals. Okay. Great. Jason. And, and again, everyone, you know, uh, all of the info is going to be in the show notes. So yeah. if you want to get in touch with Jason, just go to the show notes and all that stuff's going to be there. If you happen to somehow miss it <laughs> uh, during the show. Um, Sandy, how can people get in touch with you? 
All over, well, all the same uh, social, whatever we called them earlier, the, the YouTubes or Insta pages or all that stuff. Um, it's Sandy McKay. Sorry, it's Sandy McKay at it's Sandy McKay on all those channels or uh, Sandy at freedomreps.com. Yeah, I should, I should kind of, um, whatever you call it, streamline mine too, because I have no idea how to reach me on social media, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> like you look up my name on Facebook and I'm there, but on Instagram, I think it's, like, you know, it's just different. It's like Mr. Breakthrough, I think, on one of them. And then it's Rob.Break on another. I don't know. But just, just put in my name and you'll be able to find it. But anyways, uh, the best way is my email, Rob at MrBreakthrough.ca. And uh, Jason, really appreciate it again. And everyone listening, have a great night. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show. And we hope you've been inspired to take control and live life on your terms. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to subscribe and listen on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. See you next time.